I, I just can't say it. You just can't say it. I uh, can't say it right now. What we can say is welcome to another episode of Ketchup Cast. I think this is episode eight or episode two of the second season, if we're actually going to delineate them that way. I don't think we should. You're listening to Ketchup Cast, the podcast where, believe it or not, we do not discuss condiments. How do you delineate seasons in your life? I don't... Like, I always feel like the year never actually begins on July 1st. That's because it begins on January 1st. (laughs) January Too many J months. January 1st. That's the biggest problem with this world right now. Too many J months. (laughs) Let's let's switch it up a little bit. Let's get more. Oh, it's Spamuary. No. Okay. But, um, yeah. Do you ever feel like the the year doesn't actually start on January 1st? The year starts in, like, April for me. I feel like my year starts... In September, like, when school starts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I always figured, like, that's the break. Because that's, that's, like, the biggest beginning, right? Because yeah. January 1st, that's Someone just... Someone say, uh... What would some say? A beginning is just another beginning's end. I mean, yeah. The, <laughs> in the never-ending story that is this life, yes. I mean, it ends. Spoiler alert. The, the story of that is this life does end. Uh, it's death. I guess that's the story. <laughs> and thanks for showing up, guys. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. See, you, see y'all next week. Um, no, I get, I get that because like January first, that's it's a new year. Yeah. By because someone decided that's the new year. Right. Uh, there's not. I mean, there's no. We should go back to the the, the Roman calendar. Yeah. Are we in the Roman calendar? We're in the Gregorian calendar. Gregorian. It's Let's go back to different. the Julian calendar. Again. Perfect. Perfect. No, this this calendar was made up by by like I think Pope Gregor. Gregor Mendel. Yeah. Right? No, Gregor Mendel's the the peas <laughs> guy. By uh, by Pope. Martin Luther. No, he's the ninety five thesis. <laughs> pope Gregor uh, was his name. Gregor Mendel. Pope, pope Gregor Mendel. He was a pope, right? No. He was a scientist. <gasps> you dumbass. But he was, he was a pope scientist. Those go hand in hand, right? Right, of course. Yeah, I forgot. You know, they give, they give you that the, the Pope mobile, and inside is a is a chemistry lab. They give you the papal vestments, and they're actually it's just a lab coat. <laughs> Next time I walk into a lab with a lab coat on, I'm like wow, look at Start these praying. these papal vestments and all. Chemistry students are actually just really devout theologians. Someone say they're someone say they're alchemists. Huh? That was a bad joke, but <laughs> alchemy is super cool. So see, like, see what I did damn there. it. No, but but uh, yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about this episode? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, believe it or not, uh-huh. Isaac and I don't always know what we're doing with these episodes. Uh, obviously, there's episodes where we we've, we've had lists, including the episode that's just called Isaac's List. Uh, what was that? Oh right. Where you just had like topic after topic. So after usually topic I write lists down in a little three by five or something, and then. Let's see if I have any lists in this 3x5. Hey, just see what's in there? See what's in there. We'll talk about it. I would, uh, I had post-its above my desk. That, like, I had, I'd write enough oh. post-its because I would record at my desk, so we'd be talking at it. So I would have down. this, and I'd have it in my pocket of my wool vest that I wear every single day. Right. You were classy. I was just... Yeah, but now I don't wear that vest, so sometimes this will go in this pocket, but sometimes I don't wear this shirt. No, I don't have a pocket to put it in. Or I put it in this pocket. I think you wear that shirt every time I see you. I try. Why? I don't know. 
It's my uniform, really. It's my brand. It's my raising it's brand. It's important to establish a brand. Uh, Boopity scoop. A good segue <laughs> into the Ketchup Cast merch. I'm just kidding. Uh, <gasps> to our Patreon. <laughs> yeah. The first five donors to give ten or more dollars get a free wristband to Music Fest. No. Uh, no, we don't have merch because that's money, and none of you fools Venmoed me. Uh, <laughs> since the last episode went up none of you fools gave us your uh, the joke here is that we're recording this episode right after the last one so of course See, this is a this is a, a response episode to um to the complete guide to everything's episode about uh grifters <laughs> what <laughs> and no, where, no no please take where we respond as as grifters ourselves and we try to defend our our brand and, and get money from an audience. Now we're waiting for their response episode to our response episode. Uh, our podcasts are actually going to, to war. It's a, I wish. I wish I had a podcast war. Can you imagine, like, like, how bizarre would that be? Like, podcasts... How much publicity would that be? We gotta just start shooting. We gotta start, like... Uh, shitting on podcasts? Shit, yeah, shitting on people. God, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me is the worst podcast. I've been Because really, they do tell me. I've been really into fresh air recently. I've been listening to so much Terry Gross. And it's, I've been it's, just listening it's great. to Dungeons & Dragons podcasts. Uh, I don't see how you can do that. Because it's interesting. It's cool to see this story build through an audio format. <sighs> no, I, I get it. Also, this American Life. Uh, little known fact, great I'm a massive nerd, so I like Dungeons & Dragons. This American Life's a really good podcast. Uh, yeah. I like else? their older stuff, actually. I mean, their new stuff is good, but, like, I don't necessarily like the episodes that they cover one story for the entire episode. Maybe it's just because I'm a millennial and have really short attention span. You want to jump from topic to topic. I gotta, like, get on with it quick, but that's okay. A podcast I know I've talked about before is the Risk Podcast. Yes. Although, I don't know if you've talked about it before in this new canon uh, podcast. Have you listened to it yet? I haven't yet. It's gonna, uh, it's gonna wreck your day. Please talk about you. it, because well, I think the episode where you talked about it was one of the ones that didn't work. Oh, really? Yeah. Episode 7, take 2. This is this is episode 8, finally. Uh, but the one we just recorded was episode 7, take 3. Take 3? Yep. <laughs> There's three takes to get uh-huh. episode 7? <laughs> that was the cursed one. Now we're over the hump. Right, it's 7. Unlucky number 7. So we're fine. We got it. From here uh, on out. Please talk about the Risk Podcast. We're, uh, not, we're not sponsored by them yet. It's an emotional podcast where people tell us true stories they never thought they would dare to share. <laughs> that's like their tagline word for word I feel so like now we're getting sued like they're gonna um, come after me for that but yeah and it's like if people share emotional stories about life and death and sex and drugs and yeah all of that and some of them are super emotional some of them are har- are hilarious some of them make you want to cry some of them you are like wow y- yeah so many so many things Sometimes when I'm mopping the floor at school, when I have... That's my job. I feel like I've talked about that before. No, you haven't talked about that. I talked about that in, like, the second episode. Come on here. That was months ago. Well, go back and listen to it. But I was... I I work as a janitor at my school. And, uh... And and I, like, mop the floors sometimes. And of the cafeteria, right? So I'm, like, mopping the floor, and I'm listening to the Risk podcast. And I'm, like, breaking down into tears, because it's, like, so emotional. Or, like... Like, I'm bursting out in hysterical laughter, and everybody thinks I'm a psychopath, because, like... Who's mopping the floor and laughing to themselves? Like, it, it's a it's a great find joy in every moment. Like we said, it's a great the it's a great podcast. podcast. Okay, risk podcast. Uh, I've started. I haven't done as much here because it's hard to just go to taste and do it. Uh, but I used to 
like I would listen to a podcast and walk down to a coffee shop that was about a mile away from campus. Okay. And I would just get a cup of coffee and sit down on the deck and like listen to a podcast and drink coffee. Mm-hmm. And that was really like I listen to a podcast while I'm doing pretty much anything. I can't I can't focus. I have to do one or the other to to distract my mind from the thoughts I really should be having. This episode took a dark turn. Do you ever listen to a podcast before you go to bed so you don't mm-hmm. have like your your terrible Every night. night anxiety? Every night. Yeah. But somehow, when I'm in the backcountry or when I'm, like, for the summer, I won't do that at all, and I'll be totally fine. When I was in California, you know, backpacking for 80 days, didn't do that at all, and I was totally fine. Somehow, being at home, and it's like, uh, I need something to distract me from the horrible thoughts I'll have unless I'm not constantly under the consumption of some media. God, capitalism. Fuck yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, listeners, if if you listen to Ketchup Cast before you sleep, <laughs> don't. Uh, yeah, I really don't do that. Just don't do that. Because you don't want us to be the last voices you hear before <laughs> you fall asleep. Think of the dreams you'll have. Strange. Some, some podcast. And... Some podcast thinks think that it's an insult when they're like, "Oh, like you're listening to me before you go to sleep. Like how boring does my voice have to be if you're gonna like fall asleep oh, to think... me." I, I think, think that's that, one of the uh, compliments. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's, if, if you end your day with a podcast, like that's a ritual. That's something that like means a lot to you. Yeah, and and probably it's something you like thought about doing. Like, it's not just like some blind. Yeah, you know? I used to like the Adventure Zone is the D and D podcast. Okay, uh, uh, which I recommend if you're a D and D person, uh, or if you just like stories. But I would listen to an episode before bed every night. Mm-hmm. And I used, that used to be like that thing that would get me through the day. Like, I can't wait to hear what happens next. I just gotta, I just gotta get there, and then, then I, and then you get to sleep, like, yeah, yeah. Which is another. I mean, that's one of my favorite things to do. Totally. I had to get up and get a haircut today. You could get uh, up and get a haircut well, today. Cause I couldn't get a haircut from my bed, <sighs> and I did not want to stop sleeping. Any, anyways, yeah, no, or like I, yeah, I, I listen to podcasts all the time. Uh, you you listen to more podcasts than I do. I listen to so many podcasts. But my right right now I'm having a little bit of podcast anxiety because I'm all caught up on everything. I'm like waiting for the next episode to come out. I always go back and re-listen to the first. It's an addiction, really. A couple episodes of Ketchup Cast. I could. We've got we've. But got, I hate like, the sound of my own voice. So I that's feel okay. that. I I. Yeah. Also, I've probably listened to them before. I've listened. I listened to the first one. First Maybe the one second was a good one. Episode. The third one's hard to listen to. Why? That was before we figured out the microphone stuff. Oh, yeah. I feel like the f- the first one's our peak. <laughs> it's just, they've all just been downhill since then. It's all been downhill. No, we've had some good ones. Uh, I think episode six, we talked about a lot of stuff. We talked about re- creative writing. Oh, yeah. And then we talked about waffles. Talk uh, about waffles. The title of that episode is How to Write Creatively and Make the Perfect Waffle. <laughs> so you know it's a good episode. Oh, did I share the story about the waffle line? Yes, that's why we talked about oh, it. Oh, no. I have a waffle story. Oh, I can't believe I told that. Stories. I feel like I've said too much on the podcast. You talked about... Wait, do you have a specific story about waffle lines, or just the general waffle lines are annoying story? Oh, shit. <laughs> did I not share this specific story no. about a waffle line? About my school? And I, I cannot share this story, because the... The Is person, this the story about... Oh, it's about a specific person. Yeah, the oh, person that I share this... people not making waffles the right way. Or taking too long. No. Then you haven't shared the story. I haven't shared the story, but I can't. Because the person will know exactly... A, knows that I have a podcast. And B, will know exactly that I'm talking about them. And I kind of don't want to do that. Does this person listen to Ketchup Cast? Probably not, but I feel like they will eventually. 
They'll, they'll hear through the, the interwebs. No, but they I, know I have a podcast. They but just, but that, that something was said about them. Uh, oh, yeah, probably. Or they'll just like... That's all I want. All right, we're done. Let's right. go. Let's move on. Uh, I have I'm getting really it's, it makes fun. It's, it's a story that makes me look bad. Great. Uh, I mentioned this in the episode with the waffles, uh, but... Are we just rehashing our old material No, because this is, this is a recent story. Okay. Uh, I was complaining about how the fact that, like, everyone's always using the waffle maker, and there's one, and I have never had the chance to go make a waffle, and it's broken my heart. Gotta get up early and get in there. Well, this was, like, midday... I was getting lunch with my old roommate, um, but no one was there. And yeah. I was so excited. And someone got there right before I did, but okay, it's one person. I waited. They, they were gone. So I put the waffle batter in the cup, and I put it in, and I shut it, waited the two minutes, turned it over, and it was sticking to the pan. Got spray that I forgot spray. to spray the spray. Oh, my God. And I'm, I'm like, oh, God. And this kid walks up behind me and goes, <clears throat> did you forget to spray the spray? The no-stick spray? I did. Well, you're supposed to spray the spray. God. Like, Why you gotta make fun of this kid, huh? Cause he, I was feeling bad. I was trying to scrape this waffle out with a with a fork, and and he was laughing at me. And then he made a big deal. I I left, and he took the spray. And was like, tss, tss, tss. I mean, he was just doing it normally. Probably. I don't. I don't. I've realized this so many times in my life that I don't like my peer group. I don't like being around people that are my age. I like hanging out with either older people or younger people. Older people, because I feel like they're just more mature. And, like, it's so... Is this a jab at me? Cool. But then... For doing a character but then, But then hang out with younger people <laughs> to, like, stroke my own ego. To be like, they think I'm so cool and I got things to teach them. But I don't like hanging out with people that are in my age group because they think they know everything. Are you... Is this a jab at me? At your... No, I just thought I'd bring that up non-tangentially to what it, you just said. It, it feels like you're you're making fun of me for using a character voice here. No, not not that specifically. Just like it's a I, feeling I get every once in a while when I, I'm around I people that are my age. I certainly understand that. A lot of people, honestly, a lot of people our age are less mature than they think they are. And I'm like sure, I said, I'm sure we're all guilty of that. Like I said last episode, take your job seriously, not yourself. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean you get to be a complete jerk-off, like, just because you don't take yourself seriously. Like, there's a difference between, like, not taking yourself seriously and, like, not taking your actions seriously. I would agree. Going back to this little kid thing. Because, like... That's a horrible tangent. Uh, what? Going back to this little kid thing. That's just... Go ahead. Well, that's just a weird thing to say. And what were you saying, though? You, you had a point that you were about to make. Uh... No, go ahead. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I forgot. My mom teaches young people. Okay. Kindergartners. Uh, well, third graders. Now. Third grade. Oh, yeah. moving up in the world. Up. Yeah. Uh, but I guess she shows them my films sometimes to kill time. Hmm. Uh, that's not my intended audience. I don't know how I feel about that. But, like, they know my films now. Okay. Uh, she. Indoctrinating the youth, as she puts it. It's a bad thing to be indoctrinated. <laughs> what if they turn out like me? Uh, yeah, neo-Nazi. <laughs> Listeners, uh, in case you weren't aware, I am not, in fact, a neo-Nazi. Or, or an old Nazi either. I happen to think Nazis are bad. Uh, Isaac is 
currently keeled over from laughing. Uh, <laughs> I probably shouldn't accuse people of that. Go ahead. <laughs> um, my mom also teaches this theater program at her school. Yeah. Um, and she was putting on, like, the performance was a couple days ago, and she uh-huh. asked me and my sister to come in and help out. Uh, these kids have seen my films, so they, yeah. like, know who I am. So, like, four of these kids, instead of saying hello, just said, I've seen your films. Were they like, I don't think they're good. No, they liked them. Oh. Uh, one of them was like... Because kids can be like the worst critics sometimes. Were they? No. Did they, did uh, they stomp on your they, heart? They begged me for my autograph, so I signed this piece of paper, and then they fought over my autogra- autograph, which was weird, and I did not like it. I feel like... Uh, but now they all hate me because I yelled at them backstage because they weren't behaving. You shouldn't, you shouldn't need... You shouldn't need third graders to stroke your ego. I'm, they weren't stroking my ego. You shouldn't just, need third graders to stroke I'm anything. I'm telling the story of how I ruined... <laughs> Isaac! Holy <laughs> shit, you can't just say that. This no. is a family podcast. <laughs> no, it's not. Name one family that listens to this podcast. Uh, Probably our families. <laughs> the Baker family of Springville, Illinois. Thank you for tuning in. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> just scared the out of, out of the like, Baker family from like, Springfield, Illinois. Oh, they know, I listen. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> sit down at dinner and they put on ketchup cast. It's real sweet. That's awful. Uh, <laughs> Dude, but, don't do that. But these kids, like, they, they went from, oh, you're so cool, to hating me because I yelled at them in the span of about two hours. And uh, I just... That's, it was just a story. That's why I like kids so much. Is they, like, they don't give uh, two cents about anything. They don't... They live the most free lives. Adults are so. I, I, I've been more weighted down with things in my life than ever before. Anxieties, fears, sadnesses, like don't grow up. Everything. Kids just don't, don't have any of that. They don't have any responsibilities for one thing, or like that does help. Tra- maybe some kids do have tragedies in their life, and that's an awful thing. But like, they. But they, but they have experienced like personal hardship. Like the world's, the world might. The world is not pressing in on them. Yeah, but then again, it's also good to know that you can, like, critically analyze something and, like, actually be, like, a a deeping, deeply thinking, productive member of society. Be mindful. Be mindful. We really are the mindfulness podcast now. I hope not. <sighs> what else? What's, what's on your mind? I feel like we were going somewhere, but we lost it, and we I went do, on that tangent. I derailed that's that's the podcast in a nutshell. Did though. we? Did I tell you that uh, you shouldn't smile before Thanksgiving if you're a elementary yeah. school teacher? Yeah. Like do you want to tell them? I just did. Do you want to tell them why you shouldn't smile? So that you come off as like uh, an authoritarian figure that they can actually respect and like. And this is for teachers. This is for teachers usually, I guess. Yeah. And and then after Thanksgiving break, like you can show your good side, but then the kids will also know that, like, oh, wait, this person actually has an authoritarian they, side. Even business, like you can they're for fun, too. Right. Like, people take you business seriously at the, the beginning. And sh- the exactly. Teachers are mullets. Don't say that. Teachers are not mullets. I don't like this. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I had, a, I had a college professor tell me that, seeing how I'm going into education, and I thought it was really interesting. Not true in all circumstances, though, but interesting... Uh, Interesting, like... It really makes you... Like, you have to... Like, I'm going back, and I, I did this when you told me, but I'm doing it again, like, just going back and thinking about, like, teachers have had, like, is that a thing? Yeah, at the beginning of the year, you're like, ah, oh, this teacher's awful. Like, they're so mean. Like, they never smile. They don't, like, give us treats or anything. And then the second half of the year, you're like, why did I ever hate this teacher? They are fun and great. 
You know what I'm saying? But you know, in the back of your mind. Who's that? I don't know. The phone's ringing uh, in the background, <laughs> listeners. I don't know if you can hear it. It doesn't sound like it's a person. It sounds like it's an organization. Whatever, it's gone to the, the answering machine. I guess now. so. Lost that opportunity. The sign fell over. It did. But not over, it just broke. <laughs> I saw one of those signs <laughs> get dragged away by a truck once. Oh and I thought it was like like a, a big semi truck mm-hmm. that was like coming through, but like making that turn. But it turned wide and got stuck <laughs> under the belly of the truck and just got dragged out like forever. Like gone. <laughs> I was like Nobody's going to know. Like, I was the only person witnessing this, and I was like, nobody's going to know where that went, <laughs> but I'm going to know, and I think it's hilarious. I was, uh, listeners, this is, this is not a visual medium. It just occurred to me. Uh, we're talking about, there's these... Uh, it just occurred to you that this is not a visual medium. <laughs> there's these um, signs that sort of delineate where the... Uh, crosswalk is. Where the crosswalk is. Uh, so that, uh, in middle school, this is a way long ago story, but I was walking to school one day, because it's just, you know, up the street. Yeah. And I... I was walking by the creek and I peeked over. One of those signs was just in the creek. <laughs> I love that. Which means someone had to pick it up and just. I think it's so funny. Probably a kid. Darn kids. Probably somebody our age. No oh, matter what age we were, it was probably somebody our age. Because you and I dictate the age of, of hooliganry. The worst people. <laughs> or the. Yeah, hooliganry is a little less mean. Uh, I guess the you can't say the worst people, but like. Just yeah, the, ISIS is out there, Isaac. The least... <laughs> it's a controversial episode. Because <laughs> I said ISIS? No, just I feel like I've accused you of being a neo-Nazi, which I should apologize for. I apologize for. It's okay. I didn't think you actually thought I was a neo-Nazi. <sighs> you don't actually think I'm a neo-Nazi, right? Uh, but, yeah. And so... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what else to talk about. When are we going to run out of things to talk about, like an old married couple? Hopefully never, because we're not an old married couple. We yeah, are but two young, spry individuals with cool hair and a cool beard. Nah, neither of those things we have. We have one of those things. Uh, yeah, I have the cool hair. You have none of the rest. It's like the one thing I take pride in myself about, and you had to just, just pull the rug <sighs> out. So I've been thinking... Have you ever heard of a chap book? I a think that's how you pronounce it. book? Yeah. Like chap, like... Chapter, but book. As in a book. <laughs> I've heard of a chapter book, but I've not heard of a chapter What's chap a chapter book? book? A book with chapters in it. <laughs> no, that's not... It's a, it's, a, it's a short book of poetry, but not as big as a full anthology, but like not as small as like a handful of poems. It's like somewhere in between. Like twenty-ish pages, or like 20, yeah, twenty-ish pages, maybe like fifteen to thirty poems. So it, it's, it is to poetry what a novella is to prose. Yes, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Okay. Yeah, I like the idea of that. I know it's really interesting. I, like I feel like I could, I could write a chapbook. I feel like I have. I just haven't put it together yet. I don't. I'll be honest. I think I said this earlier on the podcast. I don't like poetry. I don't like writing poems. No. Why? I like reading because I. I don't know, it's hard to get that in touch with an idea or an image and then write about it using using words and, and that that deliver that image in a way that isn't just I'm writing sentences. I've oh. written one poem. Uh, 
that I'm really proud of. Oh, okay. <laughs> in my life. Uh, I've written a one uh, poem. And it's, it, was, it was about uh, sort of infatuation. Okay. And I, I wrote it using this metaphor of a river and getting caught in the river and then the rapids and you're not really paying attention. And then you go over the waterfall and that's when you sort of, oh my God, this was dumb. And so I, the metaphor helped me like sort of explore that idea. Okay. Because I didn't explicitly say, oh, this is a metaphor for infatuation. I just told the story right. in the metaphor. Sure. And that was really effective, but normally I have a hard time uh, doing that. So I feel like poems don't really have to be about such big ideas as infatuation. No, no, a poem can be I think Billy anything. Collins, like, taught me that. Billy Collins like, is like, my favorite poet. You can write a poem about, like, anything. A lanyard, for example. A lanyard. <laughs> and make it, like, so poetic. You write a poem about, uh... Uh... I forgot the name. Uh, to be fair, he's written a lot of poems. 20th century poet from Amherst, Massachusetts. Oh, Emily Dickinson. Emily Dickinson. You can tell, write a poem about Emily Dickinson's clothes, and it can be great. Another good poem. Right? Like, I feel like we've talked about this poem we've, on the podcast have, before. Maybe not on the podcast. I don't remember, but we have discussed this. But, you know, like, yeah. People think that, like, poems have to be all stuck up and, like, so... Pinky out type Pinky thing. Pinky out and deep in thought. But, like, really, they can just be simple little muses on springtime or, like, grass or something. I don't know. Like, yeah. Leaves of grass, perhaps? <laughs> that's, a, that's a novel. I, I, well, it's, it's a collection it's a, of poems. It's a collection of poems. By? Walt Whitman. Walt Whitman. Yes. <laughs> Witty Walt. <laughs> Witty Walt, yes. Witty Walt, yeah, <laughs> but I, yeah, I was like going through my poems the other day and being like, hmm, which ones could I like put into a chapbook? Like, I don't think I have enough for a full anthology, but like, let's throw them together into a chapbook. Like, what are the good ones that w- I think are like worthy of that? Because like, also, I don't write every poem to think it's going to be good enough to share. No, like, sometimes, sometimes you just write a poem to, like, to for get myself, something out, right? For like, for like history, personal history, and like, yeah. I feel like we've talked about poetry before. I mean, we're we're an intellectual podcast. <laughs> we we can talk about things more than once. We we spent I don't know if the episode ever aired, if that's the right word, or ever went out. But we spent like five minutes discussing iambic pentameter at one point. <laughs> and and then I made and then I said something on iambic pentameter, <laughs> and you shut me down instantly. Centamic pentameter. What? Uh, a hundred. A hundred. A hundred beats for every rhyme. Oh my God! You, Shakespeare would die. No, no, but, like, not a hundred beats. Like, a hundred lines between every rhyme. Oh, no, it would be iambic centimeter. Iambic centimeter. We've talked about this before, but I'm really interested. I gotta write that down. If you want to write a poem in iambic centimeter uh, and resurrect Shakespeare just so he can die again from the... Why would he hate that? I think he would love that. I mean, if you did it tongue-in-cheek, he'd love it. Because all Shakespeare did was tongue-in-cheek. Legit, if you look, like, read Shakespeare, it's all, like, dirty humor... Isaac's writing right now. I feel like I've I've thought this idea before and was like, oh, it's a really great idea for a poem, and then forgot it, and now I have to remember it again. I had a whole list of poems I wanted to write for my creative writing class, uh, and then didn't end up writing because I didn't have time. Yeah, that's the, that's the biggest problem with writing in general is you really have to make time to do it. Yeah, and because it's not like like if you're doing it for a class, that's one thing, but if you just like you want to write poetry. Uh, I feel you like you have to you, make that commitment to yourself. Not really. 
I feel like I don't make that commitment and it still happens, which may be a sign that I'm actually doing something right. But like I'm doing something wrong. Well, no, because you I can't do sit down. I can never sit down and be like, all right, I'm going to write a poem right now. Like, it doesn't really no, work that way. It's works. like, all right, or even like my Hence writing why in you general. Would carry a journal exactly. Like, I should start doing that. Or, or my writing also. It's like, hardly ever is my best writing just like when I sit down and decide to write. It's more like, oh, this is a really great idea. I have to go run back to my notebook and write this down mm-hmm. and like flow with this, you know? So like, making time for it is like yes important and like making sure that i have like my day is not too busy that i can't stop and write something down but also being like being okay with not having to sit down and write and like get frustrated in that like all right for two hours right now i gotta do it i gotta sit down i gotta write i gotta be creative i gotta be poetical like just let it come and go that is uh when I was writing the Writer's Legacy films a few years ago, I, I rewrote a lot of, like, the sequels, trying to really get the story perfect. Yeah. And it was... Some of my best scenes did... Like, I, I would be lying in bed thinking, and I'd have an idea, and I would write it, and those scenes were amazing. Yeah. Versus my book that I'm writing right now. Like, I, I was really inspired after our backpacking trip to do some writing, but since then, it's been really hard to, like, do anything. Yeah. I, I just... I can't. Do you ever start something, like, a short story or, like, a poem, or, like... I do this all the time, or, like, a new book, and you're, like oh, this is super great. And for, like, two days, you're, like, in a frenzy, and you, like, write, like, 10,000 words, and then you're, like, three days comes along, and you're, like, eh, I don't really feel like it anymore. <laughs> you just I don't do it. That's that's what writing is. You just yeah. you do it, and then you're, you're done, or you refine. Yeah. I mean, with my book, uh, speaking of it, I'm in the refining stage. This is the third draft at this point. Uh-huh. I am so sick of it. I just yeah. want to be done. Like, there's, I think there's three or four new scenes I'm adding in just for, like, story clarification. Sure. But everything else is just, like, reworking little things. Yeah, and I like line it. edits and stuff. Like, line edits or, like, changing the way, like, the, the structure of a scene. Sure. But it's so dull. Yeah. Because, like, I've been looking at this so text for six years now. That's why I like poems. It's like, you can just, you can just do a poem. You can just do it. And it can be what it's going to be. And sometimes I go back and edit them. I've been doing that a little more recently, but, like, part of me is, like, wow, I don't know. I kind of like the original, like, egg of an idea in a way and just, like, not not going back to change what I originally thought. Sometimes they're better poems for the change, but other times it's, like, that's how I was feeling in the moment, and that poem deserves to stay pure and stay, like... I think it depends also on what you want to do with the poem. Yeah, right. So, like I said, if I want it to be published or, like, to go out into the world, I won't... I, I will go back and edit it. Right, you want to refine that. Want to refine really it. Really, the perfect. Make sure that itself. you know it's all that. But if I'm writing it just for myself and like my own personal needs or history, like, no, I want to keep it that pure state of what I wrote it in in the moment, and that means something different than going back and editing it. Absolutely. Yeah. Look at us talking about smart things. I know. We're like two uh, two Terry Grosses. Who's Terry Gross? That host of. Um, uh, fresh air. Ah, the the where she like interviews like writers and mm-hmm. yeah, it's great. There's some like there's some really interesting writing podcasts out there. I've listened to clips. I've listened to full episodes. Yeah, I really haven't gotten into them, which is <laughs> ironic, seeing how I love podcasts so much mm-hmm. and I love writing. Like you think the you two think would be, be come like together, yeah. but I really haven't very much. I've I've been watching these videos on YouTube. It's a it's a screenwriter who makes these, and he keeps alluding to the screenwriting podcast where he'll interview the screenwriter of whatever big movie has just come out or yeah. whatever like really good movies just come out. Sure, that's something I, I again you, 
I love podcasts. I love film. You'd think right. I would have gotten into it, but... Yeah. I think you can only focus on so much. It's true. Humans are just flawed creatures in the beginning. Aren't there any perfect creatures? No. I saw... Who's this dog? Um, I mean, we can be perfect in our own, like... We can be the perfect version of ourselves, but we can't be a well, perfect individual. In some ways, being being just what we are is being perfect, right? Like, perfection is, like, such a, a strange word that I feel like a lot of people have co-opted into meaning, like, the best or, like, the... Yeah, perfection gets confused with the best of something. Where in reality, perfection can be just being. Yeah. Just living can be perfection. I've never thought about regardless it Regardless of, but like, I think you're how right. you're doing it. And that, like, we're, we're damn lucky to even be here. And that's perfect in and of itself, you know? Like, there's a difference between the best of something and the being perfect. Which I just said, but in a different way. But, yeah, that's a good, good way to conclude it. There you go. Wrap it, you know, tie it all together with a nice little bow. All right. Yes, I am Matt. <laughs> yes. And, uh, I mean, I think you've, you've said everything I would say. I can't yes and that. Uh, I mean, it, yeah, you're good. And? And I have, I have nothing to add. All right. Great. Shall we segue into another thing? <sighs> Probably not. Oh, we're only at 33 minutes. I mean, do you want to... Yeah, but... I don't know what else to talk about, though. <laughs> Whatever we end up talking about, we need to put as the title so that they know that we're going to talk about it, but they're waiting for it to talk about... Right. Like, like, um, like, YouTube videos will do that. Or, like, some podcasts will do that, too, where they're, they'll, they'll, their title will be a, uh, something that they're going to talk about at the very end. So you keep listening or keep watching in order to, like, when are they going to talk right, about I gotta this? Like, I've got to wait until they talk about it. And that's how, that's how we entice the audience? That's how we entice the audience to think, wa- listen through a whole episode. I think it's hard to do two episodes in one go. Yeah. Because, like, when we have breaks between episodes, we ha- things have happened that we can talk about. Or well, like not only thing, that, but our, we, thought about we like, drain all of our creativity on the first one. And then the second one's, like, ugh. I mean, this we've, we've talked We've, we've, talked, good we've talked about good time. stuff, for sure, but, like... But it is, I I would agree. Yeah. But, it, I mean, 34-minute episode, not bad at all. Yeah, we just padded it out with two more minutes since and the last time you checked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I think that, that might do it for this episode. What do you think? What's our hook? What's our catch? What's our title, though? I'd have to re-listen to it. I... No, no, no. We have to say something now. Oh, something now. That'll be the... the That'll hook? be the title, but they're waiting for us to talk about. Oh, shoot. Uh... Make it seem organic. <laughs> don't... <laughs> I, I almost want to just it. blurt something that end the episode. Like, so they gotta wait till this, like, the very end. Like, we say goodbye, and then I just shout something. Don't shout. We're outside. You know, but, like, I, like... No, I get it. Should yeah. we do it that way? Mm. I don't know. We've just padded another minute. <laughs> uh, you know what? That we'll, we're going to talk about padding and chairs. Uh, it's good when there's padding. Thank you for listening. No, uh, I don't like that. You said make it seem organic. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. See you guys next time. Actually, 
What? I don't know when next time's gonna be, come to think of it. The next 15 minutes. Uh, no, yeah, I don't know when the next time's gonna be. Because Isaac and I are both gonna be at camp all summer. Yeah. Uh, so this might be it for the summer. This might be it forever, uh, really. It's not gonna be it forever. Probably. You, you don't, you're not, we're not gonna talk next year. <laughs> this is the end. This is, not enough of you have been listening. Our friendship's over. Uh, <laughs> Title of the podcast. Our friendship is over. <laughs> friendship ends. The death of friendship. <laughs> 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 that's it we're good that's it we talked about it. Uh, but just, just uh, so they, we might not make new episodes until next school year yeah but they're used to this right they don't you've really just care. had a couple month hiatus um, a couple month that's a safe thing to say because I think I'm gonna upload both <laughs> of these uh, in one go end it already uh, thanks for listening we will see you guys in the fall probably right fall yeah for never we'll see you guys soon have a wonderful <laughs> summer thanks for listening bye